Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. I was just saying, if he wins a major, it's going to be the Masters. Uh, Tiger Woods? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was up in Port Charlotte and didn't get to see much of it, but I would guess he got a pretty rowdy reception when he made the 43-foot putt on 17. Yep. I, would, I would guess people got pretty excited. I did not see the 38-footer on 18. Did it come closer? I was with people. I bet him, uh, I bet a dollar that he was going to make it just for fun. Uh, he yeah. didn't make it. It came very close. But if anyone was going to make it and provide that drama... It would have been him. Well, uh, Hollis Kabner, uh, our guy from the 3M Championship, you know, that's his event. They, they, the Valspar was basically dead down there. I mean, that tournament in Tampa, they found Valspar as a sponsor, and he's been running it now, and I'm going to talk to him. We're going to have him on at 4 o'clock yeah. uh, to tell us about the the difference. And last week he had the Mexico City thing. So right. uh, I'd say he's on a run here. He had Phil one week and Tiger dang near winning the next. So It's hard to believe that's Paul Casey's, that's only his second PGA Tour victory. He hadn't won since '09 here, right? right? I mean, but he's he spends a lot of his time in Europe. Right, and he's a pizza. The U.S. Opens good. at Shinnecock. That's that's a tough place to win. Yeah, somebody will win at about two over there. The Brits are at Carnoustie. I wonder if uh, at Shin- Shinnecock this time, if they're going to let the greens uh, turn into uh, dried out, uh, basically desert land again, like they did last time. Remember I think it was last year in '04 when uh, was wasn't it Goosen? No, Goosen did not win. He should have won, oh. right? And he let it get away from him, right? I think. Maybe I'm wrong. No, but, look uh, up who won the '04 Open, Rook. I think it's Goosen. Uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, PGA's at Bell Reeve in St. Louis. Which could literally be draining in that heat and humidity in August. I, yes. I say if he's going to win a major, it's got to be in Augusta. That's but uh, Shinnecock and Carnoustie are two of the. Uh, Carnoustie is the hardest golf course in, and uh, on the circuit over there for the British Open, and uh, and Shinnecock it doesn't get any tougher than Shinnecock if the wind blows either. All so. right, what did you want? Two thousand four Open Championship, or yeah, I seem to remember it as Goosen. No, US Todd Open. Hamilton. Won the US Open Championship. Open. You went no, the U.S. US Open. Open. Okay. Yes, I think Goosen had it won and uh, couldn't make like a two-foot putt because the greens were so rotten. Uh, Two thousand four U.S. Open. We won golf. That was uh, yeah, Goosen. It was Goosen. It was. Okay. All right, I'm wrong then. Who did I think was going to win? Two thousand three was Furyk. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't care. I don't about care that. about we that. I don't care about Shinnecock. <laughs> we don't, Michael we don't Campbell in full five. Who won the Columbian Open that year? In uh, that's in fact that's the, it was Goosen because he played that year as well. So <laughs> you know, I'm just do this for me. <laughs> yeah, bro. How many U.S. Opens have been played at Shinnecock? Is this only going to be the second? Uh, no, I think, but uh, I bet it'll be the fourth. They they just they just discovered it again. Went in the '80s, basically. They started. Boy, would I love there. to see that course out on the tip of Long Island. Mm-hmm. You know what I'd love? I'd like to own a little little house nearby, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it might be worth some dough. Out I think there, so. Uh, up there. In the, what do you got, Rook? Okay. Uh, this 2004 was the fourth U.S. Open hosted by Shinnecock Hills. All right. mm-hmm. The fourth. I think it, that one of them was way back, and then they didn't come there for 50 years or James something. James Follis, 1896. Yep. Okay. Ray Floyd in 1986. Okay. So, uh, and so Pavin in 95. 90 years later, they came back to Shinnecock. Okay. Correct. Pavin in 1995, I still remember a fairway wood. He hit to, uh, I believe he hit it to 18. Yeah, he probably hit it from about 140, too. Well, he, he hit was, longer uh, than that, but it was a hell of a shot. <laughs> he, was, uh, he, uh, he did extremely well for for a short-hitting guy that he was. You know, yeah. Rook, you're reminding me. I'm very disappointed in you. We had the hockey tournament last week, and Matamidi was in it, and you didn't give us a different roster. Yeah. Was I, it Matamidi, the club that got you? Yeah, yeah, I'm really screwing up by giving current <laughs> rosters as opposed to ones from, you know, 2006. So, so you, you were following the Twins around over the weekend? I went up there uh, yesterday because of the Lance Lynn news. Now, this is a guy after your own heart, Joe. All right. First of all, Lance Lynn is known, and he's kind of Jack Morris-like. He, he just, in fact, they were he was down here, and they wanted to take some photos of him, mm-hmm. uh, the Twins people, and he said, okay, but I don't smile. Mm-hmm. He basically said, don't bother me to ask me to smile. But he's uh, officially signed today. We have not yet had an introductory press conference because Falvey and Levine were gone up to uh, – uh, Tampa by the time it became official. But uh, here's what you're going to like about Lance Lynn, Joe. He agreed on uh, Sunday, basically Saturday night the news came out. Sunday he uh, came and took most of his physical, but he couldn't take all of it because he had to go to the MRI place. And he went to the MRI place this morning. He was on the field today, and he will start tomorrow's game for the Twins. Okay, I like that. So he's going to, you know, he says uh, to get ready for the season, there's only two more weeks left down here. And then you could maybe pitch against in Washington and the thing. But he doesn't have too long to get ready. He's been working out over there. But So he uh, has not been in a camp. No, 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 no. He, in fact, he was working out in uh, the Jupiter area, the Cardinals, and same place Logan Morrison was working out, and same place a couple other uh, Twins people were working out. Why so. didn't St. Louis want him back? I didn't want to. I, I don't know what happened. They, uh, they. So those they cheap poll ads. I see you're, you're uh, accusing them of trying to buy a champion. <laughs> yes, they are. It's 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 very offensive to me that uh, that uh, I've been a Twins fan since '61, and seeing this team try to buy a championship is just very. Offensive. I saw a new one, by the way. Speaking of the cheap poll ads, Patrick and Phil. Yeah. Phil was getting into it with the with the payroll whiners all weekend on Twitter, which I always find very amusing. So there, there was they were one still guy whining before Lynn signed. Yeah, one guy in particular was mad that they didn't sign Lance Lynn to a long enough contract. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you know, the reason, basically the story is 
his agent called up and said, "Okay, he wants to play there. What is it? What what can you give us?" And he said, "He said one year, twelve million." They said, "Fine, okay, we'll take it." Mm-hmm. So he just wants he wants to go back and hit the free agent market next year to see if things are a little more lively. And the Twins cannot attach a draft choice to him like uh, the Cardinals did this year with the qualifying offer. So this next year, he thinks if he has a good year here, he can make more money on the mar- open that a- market, and the Twins will wish him the best. How you old know? is he? 31 in May. He'll be 31 yeah. in May. So is that a good yeah. risk or a bad risk, in your opinion, Pat? For him? Yes, well, he didn't have much out there. The best he had out there was a two-year, $20 million deal, so we might as well take one year, $12 million and and hope that the free agent market is a little livelier for those uh, pitchers next year. So, But uh, gotcha. he's, uh, but he's anyway. got good stuff, huh? Oh, yeah, he throws a good, what, Reber's seen him more than I am, fastball, right? Yeah. He basically, he basically throws three different kinds of fastballs. There's In fact, not a lot of trickery. When he came up initially with the birds, he was used out of the bullpen during their uh, their last World Series run, but he became a really good starter there. He missed one season, not uh, 16. 16 with the uh, Tommy, Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And last year he came back and he wasn't quite as good, but he was good enough. Yeah. His ERA was mid-threes, so he's... he's you know, he's um, no. After he's this, fine. after this signing, I don't think you'd find a follower of the Twins that can complain about the offseason oh, that they've yes had. Oh, yes, you could. Well, but yes, I, I guess I don't understand why any anyone sane would complain. One. Any yeah. Sane yeah. One. yeah, they've had a pretty good offseason. Where are the boys tonight? Up in Tampa? They're in uh, New York. And uh, if I had the day off, I would have went up to see the slugging Yankees because your only chance to see them in Florida is if you go to them. Yeah. They ain't coming to you. Okay. So uh, they were down here in Boston last week and none of them, I mean, in uh, the Boston ballpark and none of them showed up. None of their home run hitters showed up. All right, just a moment, please. Say, speaking of Tiger, yes, sir, he'll be playing at Bay Hill back to back weeks. Yes, he will. He's kind of uh, well. He knows that he's got to play to get mm-hmm. uh, better, and he certainly is getting better. That is for sure. What uh, is what he? Forty two. Yeah, forty two. What mm-hmm. do you think of the bracket? Uh, <laughs> I have never. I, I was trying to figure out today. When's the last time I was less interested? <laughs> Yeah. The only the only thing that motivates me to even follow it is hoping Duke loses. That's the only thing I care about right what, now. What seed is Duke? Uh, there are two seeds. They're, They're over overseeded as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, made it as easy as possible for him as always. Uh, Xavier, I'd like to see Xavier win. They got the kid from Lakeville, Makura, Masura, Makura, whatever it is, who's been there four years, and the Gophers kind of uh, ignored him, and now he's gone there, and they're number one seed. That'd be good. Two out of the four teams uh, that are number one seeds are the Big East teams, which is that the league that basically said, okay, all you teams that want to play football, go away. We're going to be a 10-team basketball league with uh, that's basketball motivated. And uh, what are you doing there, Rush? I hear your newspaper. I'm looking going. up Loy- no, okay. Loyola made it for the first time. I have first- here my formerly nicotine stained fingers. Loyola yes. made it for the first time in a long time. 
Well, they were the 1960 when four champions was it, and have they they haven't been back too often since. Duke has hated Iona a 15 yeah. seed. Yeah, they'll beat hated Iona, but then I don't know. I got I got hopes. Just just get them beat. That's all mm-hmm. I care about. Our guy Grayson did it again over the weekend. A little hip check with a guy running down the straight to Grayson Allen. Yeah, might be the biggest scumbag to ever play college basketball on the court. I don't know what he is off the court. 11 seed Loyola has 6 seed Miami in the South region. Loyola can beat them. Mm-hmm. Loyola can beat them. They're the you know what the league they're in now, the Missouri Valley. They've kicked around all over the place and they ended up in the Mo Valley. The Mo Valley was looking for teams. Loyola which, you mean? Yes. Oh. They're in the Missouri Valley now. So Loyola is very akin to St. Thomas. In St. Paul, in the sense that Loyola High School was once part of the Loyola College campus and then split away from the college campus and built their own sprawling high school in the suburbs, very similar to what happened at St. Thomas when the high schoolers were on the college campus until <coughs> about is, 1965. Is Loyola inner city? Yes. Okay. And, and how how far would it be removed from DePaul? It's kind of sad that those two teams aren't in the same league they could play. I don't other. know physically how close okay. they are to each other. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, yes, the Loyola Ramblers. Mm-hmm. They, uh, boy, I'm testing my memory. Early 60s, but I can't remember exactly what year it was that they won the national championship with George Ireland as the coach. And we got to go and through four play-in games. Harkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to when they when more le- more teams started going to Division One and forming these leagues. They kind of had a rule that if you had eight teams, you could get automatic qualifier. But they wanted to keep taking the same number of uh, at-large teams, so they put these four games in. But boy, did they put the screws to the alleged mid-majors yesterday. Syracuse making it is a complete joke. They stink, and uh, Middle Tennessee. Which got beaten its conference tournament as a they the team that beat the Gophers last year. They're they're damn good. They played a real tough non conference schedule. They won their share. They won more road games than any team in the country and they didn't get in. Well who determines this? Who this de- committee and it's they're all in the pocket of the power five conferences and they just they just they take the game the teams that the other thing they did is all these teams that were tainted by the uh the uh, FBI thing, mm-hmm. but nothing has really happened yet. Louisville was on the bubble, didn't make it. Southern Cal should have been on a lock to make it. Second place finisher in the Pac-12, they didn't make it. Uh, Oklahoma didn't make it. They had an assistant coach, and the the only one that made it uh, was with who was it? Oklahoma made it, Pat. They're they're oh, one of the playing teams. Okay, tomorrow. well, where was the co- The assistant was it Oklahoma State? Might have been. It was Oklahoma State. The assistant coach. Oklahoma is not a play-in team, Reeves. They're an no, eleven seed. They're... I think Alabama was the only. Uh, no, Auburn. They they didn't have any choice. They had to take Auburn. But Auburn was the fourth team with an assistant coach. Rook, so. what do you got? Well, I uh, hastily looked up um, Loyola to DePaul distance. Yeah, and I almost just blurted it out without. Uh, looking at it, and I almost gave you 20 minutes, and it's I-94 and 35W South, but that was Loyola at 389 Oxford Street in St. Paul (laughs) to DePaul Lettering, which is in Richfield. (laughs) 
So that was the. I stopped and looked, and I did verify. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. See, he's getting better. He's yeah. getting that better. That just keeps he, along with our history, though. That's perfect. Yeah. He's yes, not exactly. The, he's not the rookie anymore. Settle the Oklahoma for me. I'm trying to look it up right it's now. They're not a Oklahoma. team. Oklahoma's in. Okay, they're in now. Yes. But Oklahoma State had the assistant coach who was Rhode Island and, and Oklahoma. It. Oklahoma at 10 seed, Rhode Island 7. They play Thursday in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yes. While he looks at for that, I will tell you that Loyola University Chicago to DePaul University is about a 10-minute drive wow. on the shores of the uh, the big lake there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That is fascinating stuff, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, bike share forty three minutes, like the like the brackets. Line thirty six bus an hour and two I minutes. I can't get enough of this. <laughs> I'm hoping you're going to continue this amazing discussion all through the ride this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, Kenny, you, I, you're going to fill out a bracket, aren't no, you? Oh, yeah. Are you Hell kidding? Yes. Oh my God! Kenny's, I got ten of them ready to go. Kenny's surly because his Cardinals got beaten in the. Uh, yeah, that the, was a good game, though. Class A title. That was a pretty good game. Well, only one goal difference? Uh, yeah, if I remember right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it was pretty exciting. Both teams mm-hmm. very good. They got an indoor rink up there? <laughs> <laughs> Chain link fence around the outdoor. Uh, yeah, the Runestone Center. Yes, they yeah. the Runestone Center? <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Right. It's uh, right at the racetrack, yep. Oh, all right, good. Well, congratulations to the Cardinals. Cause, uh, yeah, that was fun. Know. Hell, they didn't start playing hockey until about 1980, I don't think. But so. girls and boys both had a successful uh, hockey mm-hmm. journey for this year. The yes. Alexandria girls won their yes. first game. Yep. Okay, uh, Pat, anything new on uh, Kirk Cousins? Uh, on Wednesday, uh, by about 4 o'clock Wednesday afternoon, he'll be a member of the Minnesota Vikings. You heard it here first. All right. Uh, I would, which, run a, which I would the, want to see it on your tweet first. Which is the first day. Wait, is it Thursday? What day? But today's the 12th, Wednesday's the 14th. Wednesday, 14th, it starts the 14th, right? Yep. What does? Free uh, agency. Legal oh. talking to people and free agency oh, and stuff. Okay. Hey, but they've been talking. You can actually be talking to them, I think, the 12th. And, but uh, you have to is... have the Groucho glasses and mustache. Yes, on. right. You have, <laughs> to, the coffee you have shop. to. In other words, you have to look like Ziggy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ziggy does. I think is that Ziggy or does he wear the Groucho? Glasses? That could I'm be. Sure. It could have been modeled right after him, not mm-hmm. Groucho. Yes. yes. Oklahoma's a ten seed mayor. They're playing Rhode Island, coached yeah, by uh, one that. of the Hurley brothers. Is the coach already. Thing. And yes. how far is uh, Oklahoma away from DePaul? Stuff. He's. Uh, they're coached by the Hurley brother, who is not a complete jackass. Right. Like the, Dan, the, is like right? Bobby. Is it Dan yeah, Hurley? Dan. He's supposed to be yeah. a nice guy, and Bobby is the biggest <laughs> jackass in America. And you can come <laughs> hang out with me at the corner bar tomorrow and watch the play-in games, part of our uh, Dos Equis viewing parties for college well, basketball. Well, when does that start? 8 to 10 tomorrow, sir. Okay. Hey, by the way, am I officially right now on the Patriot Re- Realty phone line? Uh no, because you're on a different deal. Okay, yeah. but uh, but if but you call, you call in. in. Right. I, I plugged in. I think I'm on the Patriot Realty phone line. Play along, Joe. Oh, yeah, 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 you are. You Pat, are. You're the yeah. Let's give a plug plug here. Yeah, Let's give a plug for God's over, sake. didn't I? <laughs> yes, <laughs> trying did. to be technically <laughs> accurate. Next Sports year, I'm going to outbid and I'm going to buy the phone. You just mansplained yourself out of an account, didn't you? I I went and got as many guests. I went and got as many guests as I could today, just so we could take it. 
advantage of the Patriot Realty nice. phone. Good Sports job. Talk will return in just a moment, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Well, stocks were mixed at today's market close as weakness in shares of industrial heavyweights like Caterpillar and Boeing weighed on the Dow Industrials along with the S&P 500. The Dow dropped 157 points, closing at 25,178. The Nasdaq Composite did gain 27 points. The S&P 500 lost just three. President Trump's tariffs on imports of steel and aluminum could push car prices higher by a few hundred dollars. Analysts at Morningstar predict the price of a car will rise 1% overall due to the tariffs based on its conversations with Ford and General Motors. The company that brings you the annual cleanest public bathroom in America contest is now giving you an app to help you find a clean place to go. Uniform and cleaning supplies company Cintas has a new Got to Go app that allows users to find and then rate the cleanliness of restrooms near them. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, thank you very much. We're going to take a look at uh, traffic, and we actually have a bump and hump underway here. This report sponsored by Indeed. We'll start with between the downtowns. We've cleared a car fire off of westbound 94. It was at Marion. Everything gone there. It's 14 minutes between. And look at this, eastbound between, also a 14-minute drive. Northbound Highway 65 at Franklin Avenue, it's a wreck there in the construction. It's over on the right side under the bridge. Highway 62, yep, same old, same old, Gleason over to Penn. And uh, the same thing's actually happen- happening on eastbound 494. She's nose to tail east bush to Penn Avenue. Northbound 35W hosting a breakdown on the left shoulder at 35th. Looks like a trooper's on scene there. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 39 degrees. Uh, the Twins have now made it official. Uh, Lance Lynn is a member of the ball club. Lynn, the 30-year-old former Cardinal, will start for the Twins tomorrow against the Orioles, making his spring debut less than uh, 24 hours after signing his actual one-year $12 million contract. Uh, Twins play the Yankees tonight. Starts around 5.35 hour time. Wolves beat Golden State yesterday. They're off until tomorrow when they play in Washington, and the Wild are off until tomorrow night also when they're at home against Colorado. That was a uh, rousing victory for our uh, Timberwolves last night, and much needed, I would say. Mm-hmm. There was no. <laughs> That's all you got to say. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh-huh. Sure does. I didn't watch it. I was watching Eldrick. Well, he not at that time. Well, it was an afternoon to. game, Pat. Yeah, it was an afternoon. Oh, that's two right. o'clock. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Dave Harrigan this morning took great delight in some new Timberwolves player who uh, over the weekend or the last game they played. They the first time he received the ball, he dropped it and fell down. Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rose. That's just fantastic. All I know is that Derrick Rose has never played in a Timberwolves game that they lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever, Pat. You should tweet that. Yeah, he did. I, I, I saw I, it yesterday. That get any legs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they bite on everything, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh. They're like the dog that you have the stinky shoe out there, and he knows he's not supposed to eat it, but he still goes after and starts chewing on it. <laughs> I got a bite on this one. I got it. I got it. Right. <laughs> News notes from today. A man was found stabbed to death this afternoon in a parking lot near a Bloomington hotel. 
Police arrived shortly afternoon to the scene near the Crown Plaza Hotel just south of the Minneapolis-St. No. Paul International Airport. That's where the clowns are. Ooh, That's where it? the clown convention is. They found the 38-year-old man with stab wounds to his upper torso. Emergency dispatch. What kind of crazy antics do you suppose go on in the after party <laughs> for these crown things? Can you imagine? Could have been. Keep the nose on. About three in the morning. <laughs> uh, it's just clown debauchery. I bet it's more than the munchkins and their last hurrah way back when. <laughs> well, this is, uh, we don't know if this was a clown, do we, Jim? We do not, no. Emergency. Is he wearing a wig? Emergency dispatch audio revealed the initial call to authorities reported the man was having trouble standing, suggesting oh. that the stabbing occurred near where he went to the ground. Evidence still being collected as of this hour. Anyone who may have any information is asked to call the authorities. Yeah, weren't the first calls to 911 actually they thought he was drunk and nobody was going to mm-hmm. help him? The guy's actually bleeding out. Oh, yeah, people are amazing. I was up at the Tampa Bay ballpark at Park Charlotte yesterday and they had a big sign in front no knives. Hmm. Oh. And it didn't say anything about guns. Right? Oh. No knives. You had to have your knife, huh? Yeah, no hmm. knives. What if you're a guy that you know booked a hotel room with the gal, and lo and behold, you shared it with the clown convention for yeah. the weekend? Worse yet, what if you get back to the room and there's three clowns oh. in the room with the bride? <laughs> I told We're you. here for the party. <laughs> I told you my son and I went out to see the twins play in Pittsburgh, and we stayed at the William Penn, and they had a furry convention. Yeah. 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 I've got a few of those people following me. Furries? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I, uh, was funny seeing them. them sitting around the bar, though. You look uh, in the bar at this stately old hotel, and there are a bunch of guys dressed by like monkeys. You know, stuff. I'm all about bringing the weird, but uh, that's that's a little too weird for this uh, this Midwestern. <laughs> bringing the weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like your style too, dude. Rocking that squirrel outfit. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, with as awkward as you are around people you actually work with, I'd like to see you around a group of clowns be at a clown f- convention. No, it'd be fun to see Such at a furry convention. That, that's what would be fun. You're getting around you awfully good. Hey, you Rook, wasn't that a, didn't you have a clown mask out at the old place for a while? Where yes. I uh, startled both of you as many a time with that. More, not really jumping out to say boo. Just, but it's kind of hiding there. behind a door, and then you see when you close the door, somebody standing in a clown mask, and that'll make you plot. Chris, Chris, that is not right. Chris Egert wouldn't mind me telling that story, would he? No, oh, please do. No, please uh, do. Guy, you know, you, Chris Lingdahl. Could you call him Chris Egert, though, please? Eggert, Chris yeah. Egert. Uh, there was a guy in the hall Friday. And, uh, I'm surprised, guy. I'm, Mackey's guy. I'm surprised you're telling this story, because we've been telling all of our coworkers <laughs> oh. since it happened. Oh. Well, Pat hasn't heard it. So I think he did actually. I have, but I, I want to did. hear it again. Yeah, we want to hear it from you. <laughs> so what, what was your version Edgar, of this story? Edgar, of course, uh, uh, consciously had a leg removed to combat some problems he's been having, and uh, he's been, I hope there were some problems. Yeah, he yeah. just didn't do it for giggles. <laughs> well, I, you know, but he's doing Lost well. He's doing well. So there's this guy Chris out there. To me, it looked just like Edgar. So I said, "Man, you're really getting along well." <laughs> I'm thinking, grew back. This is fascinating. <laughs> Leg you got, holy mackerel! And the Chris, you the Chris that you addressed turned around and said, yeah. "All the time, all absolutely, said, no, yeah, I'm, always." I'm walking pretty good all the time, and I said, "Well, who in the hell are you?" What? <laughs> it was the uh, Chris Lindahl. Chris Lindahl, the real estate, the guy, guy that has all the uh, the real estate and the uh, the billboard ads with his arms oh, yeah. extended. Yeah. And then it's been told to me that then then you got mad and started yelling something about this is why I don't like me. 
trading people. I didn't say that. I, I did not I'm say no good that. in public. You didn't get mad, but we, you were mad. kind of mocking yourself going, yeah. I really blew that one, didn't yeah, I? You yeah. got the major yeah. advertiser <laughs> in your say, yeah, you're walking hey, okay you're walking there, Tiger. Good there. Yeah. Yeah. You, did, uh, you did walk uh, walk back to your office or to the studio saying, hey, this is why I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of shuffled with his head down. Exactly. But for exactly. me, nothing beats the night that we were at O'Gara's and a couple of uh, lesbians came up to Such and said, hi, Joe, really like your show. And Joe says, thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, uh... the, the, the CP was right next to him and literally broke three of his ribs oh. when she gave him the elbow. I didn't know who the hell I was talking to. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course, they just laughed because they're listeners and they oh, know how. They figured. Yeah. They expect that. They knew you. I did the best I could. Yes. We, yes. Uh, we did just have a Joe thing out in the hallway here, too. I was, I was going to the men's room and Joe was walking back towards the studio and whacked over here, walks out of the studio. Joe just goes, nice hat. Keeps <laughs> Well, she's wearing a terrible hat, and it just looks ridiculous. Yeah, so. she likes that hat. Yeah, she does. That's the tall one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the old Ho Chi Minh hat, isn't it? No, it's Basically. some kind of disco hat. It's okay. got sequins on it. So. R- really quick, though, Joe, back to the Chris interaction. Yeah, what I can't was, get past is the fact that you, you saw Chris yeah. at the holiday party in yeah. a wheelchair with yeah. his leg half well, that's off. Why that's why, he was why I was so, so astonished. And, and then you saw Chris <laughs> yeah. with a full leg. Oh, man. Did you I assume thought, it grew back? Or really what was your no, I, I just I would have assumed modern uh, prosthetics yeah. are fascinating, mm-hmm. and I was ready to say, wow, that's just fantastic. You went Jabari Price. Do Lieutenant Dan have legs in real life? <laughs> he actually has got a pretty uh, cool prosthetic on Good. now, and he's getting around yeah. very, very well. well How much of that, I thought? How much of that leg did they hack off? Right below the knee. Ooh. Yeah. That's was where you want it, though. You want diabetic it Diabetic complications? No, he's an athlete, or he was a high school athlete, yeah. and he a lot of leg and ankle, ankle fractures. Oh, twisted yeah. ankles and stuff. And yeah. he's had tons and tons of surgeries, yeah. and they just stopped healing, and it just it was getting worse and oh, worse. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I, Godspeed to him. Uh, oh, and and uh, Lindahl, too. I hope he's not yeah, right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get back to the issues at hand, back to your hallway encounter. <laughs> yeah. Was it the Lori or Julia show today? Which one was I it? I don't know it's, if both of them are here. They're not. Uh, Only one is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that confirms that. Yeah. We're keeping track here. Austin, Texas police just finished up their second news conference of the day about a series of box explosions in that city. There have been two explosions today, one of them that killed a teenager. A similar explosion on March 2nd killed a man just a few miles from where today's first explosion happened. Police say boxes looking like package deliveries have been dropped off at residences and end up exploding. The police said at today's presser that none of the major delivery services are leaving the packages. Police Chief Brian Manley asked residents to be vigilant if they see packages they're not expecting and to call 911. He said so far they found nothing in common as far as the victims go. He said there is no what he called ideology or victimology that they can find so far. Uh, He also uh, told folks in town for South by Southwest uh, to take care if they see any boxes lying around. South by Southwest started Friday and goes until tomorrow. All right. Ted? Ted Kaczynski, got any kids? Or no. Sounds, sounds kind of like that deal. Uh, just a moment, please. No. 
Okay, we had a little bit of a traffic issue on southbound 35W at 35th Street, a breakdown or a crash or some stupid thing. It doesn't matter now because it's out of there. The shoulders, all lanes now open. But you'll find southbound 35W jammed from right around Washington Avenue down to 35th Street. Once you clear that, you're on the gas and kicking ass all the way down to the Burnsville split. Now let's go right back to Sports Talk. Here's John Height. Not bad. Wow. Not yeah. bad. That was that pretty was good. good. Blind. Thanks, Kenny. No clock running there either. No, that's what I'm saying. That was, was all by feel. I know. You're, We're you're good. That was me. <laughs> Thank you. That was my <laughs> hand, Kenny. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some party poopers here. The Army wants to halt a favorite St. Paddy's Day tradition in Savannah, Georgia. That for decades, Kiss the Blarney Pole. <laughs> Uh, we're we done with that, okay? Can we hear what it is before you <laughs> disrupt it? Uh, private, we're not doing that this year. You're off the hook. <laughs> what do you mean off the hook? I'm first in line. <laughs> Wants to hold a favorite St. Paddy's Day tradition in Savannah, Georgia, that for decades has left marching soldiers with cheeks smeared in bright red lipstick. Roughly 200 soldiers from nearby Fort Stewart plan to take part in the March 17th parade, which organizers say could draw half a million or more revelers to Georgia's oldest city. Isn't that something Savannah's known for a St. Patrick's Day parade? Mm-hmm. Didn't the Army try to sue somebody not that long ago? It was the, the hockey team. Didn't they sue the Golden Knights for the well, logo? they're fighting over the name. I thought it was the logo. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. So, I don't know, but Sarge has got a really bad cold sore this year, so it's not going to work out. Savannah. Savannah's mustache. Savannah's Irish immigrants and their descendants have marched on St. Patty's Day since 1824. It's now one of the South's largest street parties after Mardi Gras. As the parade winds around Savannah's oak-shaded squares, women in the crowd traditionally put on red lipstick as they wait for the uniformed troops to approach in formation among kilt-wearing pipe bands and floats. Pulled by shamrock-decorated pickup trucks, then they dart onto the street and plant messy red kisses on the soldiers' faces. Well, that sounds like Anybody fun. ever read Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? I'm not. I've seen the movie. It's about Savannah. Yes. Yeah. The movie. Book. Kevin yeah. Spacey yep. was uh, yeah. in that movie. Who, who's the author on that? That's not... F- no. It's, it's nonfiction. Not. It's not Faulkner, though. No. No, it's a recent book. Is no. it like Downtown Savannah? What about yeah. it? You said it's about Savannah. Well, it's about the the lives of these characters in Savannah. Oh, uh, not like the city proper. That takes yeah. Place. Yeah. There's a murder that takes place. Ford Stewart commanders, having a hard time keeping this one on the road. <laughs> commanders and organizers of the Savannah Parade want the soldier kissing to stop. Parade You're agi- still on that story. I am. Yeah, I'm trying to explain. I think it's to you a good story. Why the like story. being party poopers here? Yeah. Parade adjutants posted along the route are being asked to help turn back any would-be kissing bandits. Fort Stewart spokesperson Kevin Larson said they need to look like soldiers when they march. They need to look professional. It's hard to look professional as a soldier with red lipstick on your cheeks. Kissing the troops, Irish or not, has been a St. Paddy's Day pastime in Savannah for at least 40 years. A woman is suing a Florida restaurant for $1.5 million, alleging she suffered injuries as a result of an encounter with a drag performer's fake breasts. Nelden Molina's lawsuit against the Hamburger Mary's Eatery in Tampa says... Here you go. <laughs> Nothing says love more than the Hamburger Eatery. Nothing says, says drag hamburger show. Yeah, let's go. What time does the show start? Hey, hey Rick, eatery. I'll take a double. Let's go to the eatery. 
lawsuit against Hamburger Mary's Eatery in Tampa says she was dining with friends and family members to celebrate a friend's birthday. Melina's lawsuit alleges she was unaware of the drag show until it began during her meal. <laughs> said she watched it for a short time, then turned back, turned her back to the stage to eat her food and socialize with her friends. The suit says a performer identified as Amanda Dahad pointed at Melina when she turned around again and began walk twin, uh, walking toward her table. <laughs> Melina alleges she turned her back to the performer to signal she didn't want to draw any attention to herself, but the drag queen allegedly grabbed her by the head and wiggled her breast against the plaintiff's face and head eight times. Oh, she got motorboated. <laughs> Holy cow. Did she have to pay extra for that? <laughs> <laughs> the performer, according to the lawsuit, then violently pounded Molina's face against the fake breast up to nine times. Well, what the hell's wrong with this fruitcake? <laughs> Molina said she felt... You mean the customer complaining, right? <laughs> no, no, it's no fun getting rubbed up against a fake one. What? What's wrong with you? When Joe goes into <laughs> Hamburger hell? Mary's I, I, World Burger Emporium, he's got one thing on I'm his mind. eat my burger eat, and yeah. just leave me the hell alone. <laughs> When you're motorboating, one is just as good as the other. No, I don't think so. Melina says, "Joe, what, what is your?" It's probably made out of plywood. Joe, <laughs> what is your normal protocol when you go to a drag show? Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you? How long do you stay? Well, you tip. I, what do you do? You sit in the back, I or you right back. up front? I'm in the back. <laughs> yeah. Melina said she felt an immediate headache and neck. Are you wearing the CP's the underpants when you go to a drag no, show? I wear my cowboy outfit. <laughs> oh, okay. And later visited. You got that the, whole cowboy thing yeah. going. Yeah. Like your style too, dude. <laughs> Later visited the emergency room at Memorial Hospital for excruciating pain and uncontrollable headaches. She's asking no, I don't one buy. and a half million no, dollars. No, don't buy any of it. Very strange story from India. You may have seen the pictures online. An investigation is underway after pictures emerged showing a man using his own foot that had been amputated as a pillow. It wasn't Immedi- Egert, was it? Immediately. Egert? Egert, Egert, what the hell? Immediately. Jesus. The birds down here are Egert. Why can't he pronounce his name like the birds well, do? Well, because right. the R is in a different they're, spot. And, well, oh. they're actually Egrets, not Egerts. Yeah. the birds. Oh, the well, birds are what egrets. the hell? Then? I don't know. They're, they're big and white, and they like to eat stuff in the ditch. I know that. Well, my uncle calls them bleep birds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start this one over, okay? Okay. Uh, the pictures show a man using his own foot that was amputated as a pillow right after his limb surgery <laughs> in India. Authorities at the Maharani Lakshmi Bai Medical College in Jhansi <laughs> tried to figure you out. You know what they call that? What's a my pillow right there? <laughs> <laughs> his foot? own foot. I get you. That was my tweet. <laughs> that was my tweet to Eggert before he had the foot cut off. I uh, asked him to save it for me so I could use his foot to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because when my dad got his leg amputated, um, he sent it to India. So I'm not sure. <laughs> it was just like a. Uh, they're very. These feet are very popular in India. I said. Save the foot, man. You got to send it down there. He got about twenty five bucks for it. Some families got that on their couch right now. They're using it as a pillow. I always threatened to put it on my mantle, get the thing stuffed, and put it on the mantle. But he, do we know? Oh my uh, God, that'd be awesome. Do we know why the uh, doctors uh, created a pillow out of this fellow's leg? We don't. But I'd like to point out, Joe. If you always tell me to, you know, keep going, stay. Right. Have you been listening this afternoon? Yeah. We've uh, taken so many different roads. I know. That I, I have, I have I no know. idea how to stay. Today on the is unbelievable. <laughs> I, mean, I really agree. Yeah. Now the doctors. Joe are trying to so, figure out. To fall asleep, what? does he suck on his big toe? <laughs> no. Oh, God. No. Uh, this fella, his name is Ganshyam Singh. Sure. Oh, yeah. We've been waiting for this for years. <laughs> I know you have. He's a school employee. He was severely injured during a school bus accident. That's why he had to have the amputation. Oh, boy. 
Uh, he was taken to a hospital 33 miles from the accident where doctors cut off the leg, then placed it under his head as the pillow. An outraged relative said, I repeatedly asked the doctors to intervene, but they refused. Finally, after about two hours, I managed to get a pillow for him from a market nearby, and that's when they moved the leg. Do you see a nice, crisp, clean, white pillow? What kind of pillow are you seeing to replace it? I don't know if I'm too interested in going to a hospital that doesn't have any pillows and they have to use your own damn foot. (laughs) Wow, that's bleak. The medical education ministry has suspended the emergency medical officers, senior resident, and two nurses involved in the case. In the meantime, the Uttar Pradesh government is investigating the hospital. I'm not seeing Joe uh, talking to this guy as he's walking through the radio lobby saying, hey, uh, <laughs> Monkar, you're uh, you're getting along pretty good here with the walk, good, huh? Yeah. Just a moment. Okay. You got Hollis Kabner coming on. I bet they set record attendance there at uh, Bar. Did you see what the TV ratings were? They no. were like triple what they've been, and they were that they, they, some. I saw something today. They got four and a half times more media attention than for any event this year. I don't know how they measured that, but uh, uh, it's amazing. He still got the magic. That's for sure. Yeah, we got Hollis Kabner. And then we got Derek Gould later. Uh, Derek uh, covered uh, Lance Lynn for years with the St. Louis Cardinals. He'll uh, give us a scouting report on him. And uh, we also have uh, Brian Dutcher, Jim's son, who's in his first year at San Diego State. And they had an upset run to the Mountain West Conference Championship. And we'll talk to him about the NCAA tournament. Dutcher's kid? Yeah, Brian. He's Brian? assistant forever for Steve Fisher at Michigan and then out at San Diego State. And uh, he was the coach in waiting for a long time, and this was his first shot at the uh, NCAA tournament as in a head coach. And they uh, they upset everybody and made it uh, through the Mountain West, so they're going to be in the tournament. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 39 degrees.